Welcome back to the Darting Through the Faith podcast. We are here. Oh, and we is, I'm Father Sean Wilson, and this is Julia Monin. Hi, everyone. What's going we on, Julia? We are here. We are um, here. What's going on? Well, it's Wednesday is when mm. we're recording. January the 6th, the Feast of St. Andre Bissette. I He was, he was going to talk about this before we got started, and I'm like, can you just wait and the save it? button. Share it with all of us. All right. How dope he is. He is so dope. The one thing he has against him, he's Canadian. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like that's, oh man, if there's any Canadian that listeners. That was a bad joke. That yeah, was a joke. That I don't mean joke. that. I don't mean that. I love, uh, the time I went to Canada was a, it was a good experience. And actually the worst part was coming back to the United States and getting stopped and searched by customs. So mm. that's a whole different story. Mm. Um, thanks for posting bail. <laughs> I didn't get, I didn't get arrested. That. No, it was before we knew each other. Um, so St. Andre Bissette mm-hmm. was a member of the Congregation of the Holy Cross. So the same priests and brothers that run the University of Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana. And he's from French Canada, Quebec. Entered the the Holy Cross after like trying a bunch of different menial jobs. Like he was a farmhand. I, I want to say he was like carpenter. Just tried all these. I was like an apprentice. Eventually went there. And they're like, well, yeah, of course you can come. But it was like, you're not really going to be able to go through the seminary formation and do the theological training, but you can be a brother. So he was the porter, which is the doorkeeper, which like, it's not a very remarkable job, mm-hmm. but anything can be remarkable when you have the faith, the size of a mustard seed, mm-hmm. which he did. And he had more than a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. He had an incredible devotion mm-hmm. to St. Joseph. So if you're watching online, mm-hmm. I'm drinking coffee out of the St. Joseph mug that a parishioner anonymously gave to me, but I have a, I have a, I have a hunch. I know who it was. Um, thank you. If you're watching or you're <laughs> listening. So he had a great devotion to St. Joseph. So the oratory of St. Joseph is in, is in Quebec or no, is in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the largest church in the world dedicated to St. Joseph. Mm-hmm. I, this is the year of St. Joseph. Uh, the Holy father, Pope Francis declared that back in December 8th, which is awesome. St. Joseph's just incredible, which made me thinking like, maybe I need to go to Montreal this year yeah. during the year of St. Yeah. Joseph. But then I was like, Oh, the Canadian border is closed right now. Mm. So I have, I have wanted to go there too myself. I've heard of that and yeah. I wanted to go there myself. I might sneak. Across the border, bum bum. Wouldn't recommend bum. that. We could swim that. across a great lake. Wouldn't recommend that. All right. Either. Anyways, Saint Andre Bassett, pray for pray us. Pray for us. All right. So that's where we are today. Where are we in the catechism, Julia? We are. In, that's normally the question you ask me, isn't it? The roles are reversed. Yeah. We are in paragraphs two thirty-two to two thirty-seven. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Part one: the profession of faith. And we've already covered what was came right before this and what comes right after that. So that made me happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> man, we're getting like big chunks of the catechism that we've talked about, which was highlighted by last time when we threw about seven darts at yeah. the dartboard to not get a try again or yeah. one we've already done. Your perseverance, though, was something to be imitated by all. <laughs> you know, you just overcame the obstacles and you just kept going at it. And you said, I refuse <laughs> to let this dartboard defeat me. <laughs> And we all can learn from that. So thank you. Uh, amen. <laughs> amen. You know what? We haven't prayed yet. Oh, well, let's do that. Yeah. Please. In the name of the father and the son, and the Holy spirit. Amen. amen. Lord, we give you thanks for the gift of the most Holy Trinity and especially your revelation to your father, son and Holy spirit. We ask that you may be with all of those struggling in their faith, struggling with wrapping their heads and minds around this incredible mystery we ask that you may guide Julie and I and all of those who are um, struggling in their faith 
And we ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and St. Andre Bisset, and especially through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So yeah, you kind of started us out there good with your prayer, that we are talking about, again, a big mystery, right? Something that it's difficult, if not impossible, Mm -hmm. to wrap our heads around. And it is impossible, right? It actually says that. This is impossible. There's a line. The mystery (laughs) of the Most Holy Trinity is the central mystery of Christian faith and life. Mm -hmm. Where was that? Uh, Uh, 234. 234. Okay. So starting out above that, 232 and 233, Christians are baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Before receiving the sacrament, they respond to a three-part question when asked to confess the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. I do. The faith of all Christians rests on the Trinity. Mm. Christians are baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, not in their names. For there is only one God, the Almighty Father, His only Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Most Holy Trinity. So this reminder of we are baptized. I liked that we're baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, not in our names. And it's also not like in the names of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So it's trying to communicate this like distinction of the mm-hmm. persons and the unity of God, mm-hmm. right? They're not three gods. We're not tritheistic. There is one God, three persons. This is hence the mysterious part of this. There's That's so good. much that we can say about it, but ultimately we can never say it all to make it completely logical. And people have tried to do that in history, and um, that's what we call heresy. Yeah, that yeah, in the name instead of in the names mm-hmm. of the Father and the Son. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Something as simple as that, and a little us, and it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, the one before that talked about like the um, the baptism and how when a child's brought for baptism, well, the parents will answer for the child, but if it's of course if it's an adult, then the the that means over eight, mm-hmm. they answer for themselves, mm-hmm. you know, do you believe? And it actually starts off, there's three questions about, do you reject Satan? I do. And all his empty works, I do. And all his show. And there's actually two options for that. There's one that's like more intense. I always use that one because it's like, more let's reject this. <laughs> um, this fun fact, the tr- at one point in history, the tradition at baptism is you would faced, face the West when you are saying that you deny or that you believe are do you re- that you reject Satan and all his mm-hmm. empty works, and then you would spit, and then you would turn to the east, the, to the rising sun, and you would say, "I believe." Do you believe in the Father, the Son, the Holy Man. Spirit? Yeah, yeah. They cut that out recently because of COVID precautions. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes, yeah, so that would good. not go down. No. We are not spitting. Do not spit. But I like that. That's intense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. I might institute that at some point. <laughs> I was waiting for yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the baptismal father, there's a spittoon. <laughs> this is where we spit. Yeah. yeah. Bing. <laughs> All right. Um, but I also love that part because we do something similar on Easter Sunday. I don't know if you remember on Easter Sunday, instead of when we stand up and profess the creed, mm-hmm. we're actually on Easter Sunday, we're asked to do the baptism, mm-hmm. to renew baptismal promises. And then you go around and you sprinkle everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my favorite, you know, there's a lot of great things about Easter. That's mm-hmm. actually another thing I look forward to because mm-hmm. the creed, you can kind of stand up and I believe, mm-hmm. excuse me, mm-hmm. but then you kind of get intense and you're like, do you believe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just changes that a little bit. You hear it in a new way and it's like, it's, Right. Brand new, right? Right. Yeah, that is a powerful part. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so 234, what you mentioned before, the mystery of the Most Holy Trinity is the central mystery of Christian faith and life. It is Why the, is that? Because it is? It is the mystery of God in himself. It is therefore the source of all other mysteries of faith, the light that enlightens them. It is the most fundamental and essential teaching in the hierarchy of the truths of faith. The whole history of salvation is identical with the history of the way and the means by which the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit reveals himself to men and reconciles and unites with himself those who turn away from sin. That there is probably one of the most densely packed statements in the Mm -hmm. catechism. So that it's the most central mystery of the Christian faith and life because it is the mystery of God in himself, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is, this isn't like, how does God interact with us? Right? Like that's the, sac- that's the sacramental questions. Mm-hmm. Like that's how God interacts with us. He stays with us in the Eucharist. He forgives us. That's how he interacts with us. Or what's our response? You know, that whole moral life section about how do we live the 10 commandments? Um, all of those things. But this is actually has it exists outside of us, mm. right? It's God in himself apart from us. Now, granted this, and as it mentions, it, it gets, it gets revealed throughout history that God is this Trinity of persons, but it's the most fundamental thing because it's who God is outside of us as human beings, that he's this eternal father, son, and spirit in, uh, in love with each other in this relationship. And they become the model of all other relationships. Mm. So so everything else is built upon it. Maybe that's the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that's kind of included in this one that every other, every other teaching is, is built upon this. Like even the teaching, the mystery of the incarnation, which would probably get number two, I would mm-hmm. think that in the resurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that includes humanity because that's when the word becomes flesh and dwells among us. And then he rises from the dead. So, so, so you've talked about this before. What it, so I th- I think it's important to mention again, like what is actually, what do we actually mean when we say mystery in this sense? Mm, yeah. What do we mean mystery? And it's, so it's, yeah, normally when we talk mystery, it's like a novel, right? You're getting a John Grisham novel from the airport as you're waiting for your flight because <laughs> it's been delayed. Um, or, or you're watching a mystery show, mm-hmm. you know, on TV. And that's like, well, if we just work hard enough, we'll find out the answer, right? If we follow the clues, we'll, we'll get to the answer. And that is not what we mean by mystery. What we mean by mystery is there's so much that we could possibly say, but we'll never exhaust it, Mm -hmm. right? It's not, let's look for the answer. And if we dig hard enough, we'll find it. We'll be able to solve it. Mm -hmm. But it's, if it's, it's, this is an endless, this is like an ocean, like trying to drink from the ocean. Uh, It's salt water. So don't drink from the ocean, but it's this never, we'll, we'll never be able to consume every aspect of like, and just to wrap our heads around it, there's mm-hmm. just so much that we can dive into that we can say, mm-hmm. um, that we can never say at all. Mm-hmm. So makes sense. But there, yeah. but there, the important thing is there is stuff we can say, right? We don't just throw up our hands and say, well, it's a mystery and mm-hmm. then say nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the rest of the catechisms, you know, these next few paragraphs mm-hmm. after really the section we're about, this mm-hmm. is just like the setup mm-hmm. for the Trinitarian part. Um, the rest of us going to say a lot about the Trinity, mm-hmm. right? There, a lot has been able to, to say, mm-hmm. um, but we could never exhaust it. Mm-hmm. So, so we never stop digging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's good this lifetime. And you, and you think too, like our, our lives in, in eternity, like we're always possibly even be learning in eternal, in the eternal life as well. Like the, the Lord, or do you think like 
What what are your thoughts on that? Can we skip that? Okay, we'll come back to that. No, like never come back to that. (laughs) Never skip it. Maybe in a later podcast if it shows up in the catechism. Okay, that sounds. That's a whole can of worms about um, how much we will will we be able to know God? Mm -hmm. Like, will the veil be lifted and we'll be able to know Him? Mm -hmm. And we'll probably all be able to receive as as we are, right? So, like um, those who are the greatest saints. And those who made it into heaven after the second coming because they spent so many years in purgatory, mm-hmm. like they're going to have a different capacity for God, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and a teacher knows that. Like, students have different capacities. Well, mm-hmm. right now on Earth, we're we, we're building up our capacity mm-hmm. for eternity. We'll all be full in eternity, mm-hmm. but somebody with a large, you know, you got a fifteen-gallon tank, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna be full just like the person with the three-gallon tank, mm-hmm. but you want fifteen gallons. Yeah, that's beautiful. There's actually a line in um, Therese's story of the soul about that. Therese was like having difficulties as a young person understanding this, this idea of like degrees of holiness, Mm -hmm. right? Because why wouldn't God just make us all at the same level of degree? And then isn't this person who has more like better than this person who seemingly has less? And that's how her sister explained it to her. And she writes about that in her story, the soul, that there's a cup on a table and a thimble and they're both filled to the brim, Mm -hmm. which is more full. The answer is, well, they're they're both full. They're both full, right? right? It's just one is is made for or has that greater capacity to receive. So well, you went there and that was really good. Yeah. So thanks for not dodging that. Um continuing with the topic at hand, two thirty five talks about this section, these these few paragraphs that we're discussing today, two thirty two to two thirty seven. That this paragraph expounds briefly on one, how the mystery of the Blessed Trinity was revealed revealed how the church has articulated the doctrine of the faith regarding this mystery and how by the divine missions of the son and the Holy spirit, God, the father fulfills the plan of his loving goodness of creation, redemption, and sanctification. So how it's revealed, how the church has articulated it, and then how God, the father has fulfilled this. So, so we have, we have already done the one about how it's been revealed right? The fa- we did that. It was relatively recently, it feels like, but times, it does feel like that times, too. Um, time is something I'm struggling with right now. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go there too? Huh? No, yeah, no. And so we, we've done that one. We haven't done the one about how it's been revealed or how the church has understood it over time in different kind of important figures. And we haven't done the mission one. Uh, but um, so that, that paragraph 235 is kind of setting up what's coming after our section today. Gotcha. All right, and then we're going to get, oh my gosh, we're going to get some theologia and some oikoinomia. I was hoping you'd pronounce oikoinomia. those words, so I wouldn't have to. I think that's to. right, but it's all Greek to me. <laughs> that one is Greek. So the fathers of the church distinguish between theology. And economy. And economy. That's where those fancy words yeah. came in. Um, theology refers to the mystery of God's inmost life within the blessed trinity and economy to all the works by which God reveals himself and communicates his life. I loved this last half of mm. this paragraph it's here. It's brilliantly written. It is. Like, it's almost like Pope Benedict wrote it or something. <laughs> so have. through the, say that word for me. A koinomia. The. Uh, the theologia. Okay. So through the economy. The. Theology. Theology is revealed to us. But conversely. The theo say that the again. Theology. Thank just, theology. Let's just use the okay. <laughs> Illuminates easier. the whole economy. God's work reveals who he is in himself. Stop there. God's work, God's works reveal who he is in himself. 
the mystery of his inmost being enlightens our understanding of all his works. So it is an ag, I can't even say that. That's an English word. Help me out there. I wasn't paying attention. Analogously. Thank you. Among human persons, a person discloses himself in his actions. So what we do on the outside lets people in on who we are on the inside. And the better we know a person, the better we know who somebody is, the better we understand their actions. So it's pointing to that, that these two help us better understand God, right? Mm -hmm. What more could be said? Actually, that's probably a bit fuzzy. A ton. <laughs> so this Sunday, we have the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord, mm -hmm. right? And in the Baptism of the Lord, um, we're going to have Jesus come forward and he's baptized in the river. And then the heavens are literally, Mark's gospel, love this, torn open. Mm -hmm. So they're rent asunder. Spoiler alert. The veil of the temple is also going to be torn open mm -hmm. to reveal who Jesus is, just as the heavens are torn open now. Mm -hmm. Mark. Oh my gosh, we're about ready to have Shout a whole out, lot of Mark. fun. A whole lot of fun this year with Mark's gospel. Because then it's revealed. You hear the voice coming down. This is my beloved son. Mm -hmm. or you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Mm -hmm. All right, Mark's gospel, crucifixion scene. Mm -hmm. Standing at the foot of the cross is the centurion who after Jesus dies says, truly, this was the son mm -hmm. of God. Boom. What well, what we knew the whole time is you're reading it like as Mark's you picture like Mark telling this story. Mm -hmm. I, like I could go about sorry mm -hmm. I'm gonna go down like a it. rabbit's hole. Um, so the tradition of the church is that Peter is Mark's source, right? So Peter and Mark find themselves in Rome. We know that, mm -hmm. and Mark's like, we gotta write this stuff down. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna write down everything Peter's been saying, and mm -hmm. so that's so that's what. You know, so at the start of the story, like we get this behind the scenes of like, this is what's going to happen because only a few people are there at the baptism. And then as you're reading, it's like, oh man, I know this guy's a son of God. And then mm -hmm. finally somebody from the outside is like, oh. mm -hmm. I got really off topic there. We were talking about so, the theology yeah. and the economy and right. how the inside points to the out. And right. So we're in the economy, right? Mm -hmm. So the economy is how it's lived out, how mm -hmm. it's seen in time. So the economy's all in time. Mm -hmm. So how this happens, right? So how God reveals himself in time from the burning of the bush, from the prophets being given the spirit, like that gives us an insight about who the spirit is and it takes place in time. So as Jesus is baptized and we hear this, you are my beloved son, or in the other gospels, this is my beloved son. It mm -hmm. says, okay, there's a father son relationship here mm -hmm. and it gets revealed in history and it tells us who they are in themselves, right? It tells us about their relationship. Um, it's similar. If you and your husband are, uh, are, let's just say, um, let's just say, I can't wait to see my husband. If you say that whoever's talking to you thinks, oh, she's probably married. Right. And, Right. So that tells us about who you are, mm -hmm. right? You saying that mm -hmm. what you hear tells us about who you are at your home, right? Mm -hmm. Heaven home. I don't mm -hmm. know if that's, you know, the analogy is kind of wearing out, but then you see the Holy spirit descend upon the son, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's another revelation of who Jesus is and how that, that relationship about the father sending the Holy spirit upon the son and them having this bond between them of the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. So maybe that example helps. Mm -hmm. So it's the economy is how it's revealed in time mm -hmm. and how it's revealed in time tells us something about who God is outside of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I think, although yeah. my brain hurts slightly and yeah. I'm definitely being stretched 
uncomfortably because there was there was a <laughs> there was a sidebar about Mark's gospel. Uh-huh. So I apologize if that confused oh, anybody. I'm quite certain your sidebar about Mark's gospel is not what created all the confusion in my mind there. Mm. <laughs> but it's okay. just like when we're talking about the depths of the Trinity and who God is, who God right. is as Father, Son, and Spirit. I mean, I think it should make our brains hurt a little bit, right? Yeah. It should. Yeah. It should, especially because we already talked about this. Like when when we are here, even if our souls have this mega capacity to receive him, we are still not scratching the surface of of who he is and who we are. And um, anyway, so maybe I'm justifying. Well, keep my, striving for that mega capacity. Okay. okay. Maybe I'm justifying my inability to understand this mm. completely. Well, um, but yeah. it is stretching. Yeah. And I so, guess don't shoot for something you can't get, but keep shooting. Well, I don't know. I'm going to stop. Forget that one. Can we edit that out? Cut that out. Cut. It's cut. It's officially cut. Grace Cam is given an absolute nod. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, that's she not will. true. Oh, See, no. <laughs> maybe she won't grace cam now because we can just put stuff in her mouth. Mm-hmm. No, well, the, the listeners don't even know what grace cam is. This is something we've been talking about privately. We have not officially announced it on uh, this show. I, I actually, I do apologize for that. Um, grace cam uh, sometimes we stay dumb stuff and grace chuckles or shows her um, shows her shows what's on her face which is which is enjoyable it is enjoyable because for us. she reacts and it's funny um, and it means she's listening mm-hmm. so we've joked about grace cam we've joked about adding a grace cam to the show yeah. you know that that well <laughs> father Sean and I have not joked but we'll just we'll say we are in favor of a grace cam so that you can enjoy you the listeners and viewers can enjoy this in a way that we've been enjoying it. Julia, I as much as I I want to keep pushing this. Yeah. I feel like for for Grace is good. We should just say like we're not really thinking about Grace Cam, okay? This is a joke. I think she knows that. Um I, I was never joking. <laughs> I'm sorry, Grace. I cannot lie on camera. I was never joking about this, but I would certainly not force anyone to do anything they wouldn't want to do. So. All right, we should move on. Move on. Yeah. One more paragraph. That's my bad. This was like five paragraphs. What do we have here? Not much. So yeah. we were able to fill in just fine. <laughs> Don't you worry, people. So 237. Well, sorry. Continue? No, no. Please, you continue. Okay. 237. The Trinity is a mystery of faith in the strict sense one of the mysteries that are hidden in God, which can never be known unless they are revealed by God. Here we go. The Trinity is a mystery of faith in the strict sense. One of the mysteries that are hidden in God, which can never be known unless they are revealed by God. To be sure, God has left traces of his Trinitarian being in his work of creation and in his revelation throughout the Old Testament. But his inmost being as Holy Trinity is a mystery that is inaccessible to reason alone or even to Israel's faith before the incarnation of God's son and the sending of the Holy spirit. I think that's kind of what I was trying to say before. Yeah. Like it's stretching us and it's because it should be right. But the, it kind of gives a reason why uh, the Jewish faith doesn't believe in the Trinity. It doesn't believe why um, those who reject Christianity who are not Christian, mm-hmm. not they might not out, but those who aren't Christian don't believe in this Trinity. Like this mm-hmm. is distinctly Christian because God, there are traces found in the old Testament. There are traces found in the, in creation, but it's not revealed unless God reveals it himself through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So Jesus Christ comes onto the scene and reveals who God is in and of himself. So we could never know this, right? We could never um, think 
we, I think we can reasonably, I I'm a hundred percent sure we can rationally say there is a God, right? Mm-hmm. Apart from any revelation, we could say there is a God. Cause it's like, where did all this come mm-hmm. from at the big bang? What banged, mm-hmm. you know, something mm-hmm. has to start this whole chain of events. Mm-hmm. But what we can't say by reason alone is that God is one God and three persons, or you can never come up with that logically. Mm-hmm. Is what in and so that's the goodness of God, right? God reveals this to us because He wants us to know. He wants us to know. He wants us to know who He is. God mm-hmm. wants us to know Him, and so Jesus Christ reveals God as a Trinity, as all part of this overflowing goodness from the heart of God. That's been one of the most profound message that, messages that has sat with me since we started this show, which has almost been a year now. But since we started this, like this idea, and we, we had discussions about this, of how God continues to reveal himself from the beginning of salvation history to today, and how he continues to do that. It's just really profound to think about that and to think yeah. about, um, yeah, anyway, that's it, it sat with me in a good way since mm. we've started this. So anything else? Final thoughts? I don't have any final thoughts. <laughs> barely had any beginning thoughts, so I definitely don't have <laughs> final thoughts. <laughs> so we're going to throw the dart. Oh, we pulled that off. Okay, yeah, right. Okay. Where are you aiming today, Father? He's crossing off where we've been. We can't get to where we're going until we've crossed off officially where where we've been. Where do you want me to throw it? Right in there, there's kind of some blank ones, yeah. right? We we do it. really struggled. That oh, Jesus' trial and redemption. Oh. 595 to 605. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. 595 to 605. That sounds really good. Okay. Okay, so we should close with prayer. Always. Okay, and I'm going to close with a um, a quote, actually, that I'm going to encourage all of us to just, I'll read it a couple times so it can sink in, and then we can just take that to prayer of what this means, this night of faith, this mystery, this trinity, and this, you know, just this depths of who God is. Anyway, it spoke to me. I don't know if it'll spoke to you or not, but here we go. This is a quote by St. Therese of the Child Jesus and the Holy Face. It reads, It is so sweet to serve God in the night of trial. We have only this lifetime to live by faith. It is so sweet to serve God in the night of trial. We have only this lifetime to live by faith. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the gifts of our lives and for the opportunity to be with you today to to learn more about who you are and about who you've revealed yourself to us throughout the course of our lives and throughout the course of salvation history. We are indeed in a night of faith in our lives here and on our walks here, but we thank you for that night because this is the only chance we have to live in faith, to live truly in faith, to believe in you, even when we don't fully understand, even when we're not meant to fully understand. And so we thank you for these nights in our lives. We thank you for continuing to draw us into the depths of your love. We ask that you bless all of those who are in special need and all of those who are suffering and all of those who are struggling in their faith in any way. We place our loved ones and our intentions into the hands of your most holy mother as we pray together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the The Lord Lord is with with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.